Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Hi, it's AJ Vaden, and thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, please visit freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for a free brand strategy call with one of our personal brand strategists. Again, that's freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. So honored and excited to bring back to you two of people that I would consider mentors and two friends, two people that we have worked with. Kevin Harrington, most of you probably know because we had him on when we originally did our Influential Personal Brand Summit. He was the original shark on the show Shark Tank. He is a co-founding board member of EL Entrepreneurs Organization and really the inventor of the infomercial, which has led to him selling over $5 billion in global sales. These are products like Billy Mays and Jack LaLanne and Kim Kardashian and 50 Cent and George Foreman. And he's just amazing. And then my other friend, Mark Tim, who you'll hear his story right now. Mark is someone that we met through the Ziegler family. And I know that's how him and Kevin met. And he is a serial entrepreneur himself. He has started more than a dozen companies. Several of them have grown and been sold. He has spoken professionally for more than 25 years. And I consider Mark a personal mentor because of the way that he runs his family life and the way that him and his wife, Anne, just treat their family like a business. And that's probably the biggest thing that I have taken from Mark over the years. So the two of them have teamed up to write a book here that is called Mentor to Millions, which we already know has pre-sold thousands and thousands of copies. It's a fantastic book from two amazing people. So guys, welcome to the show. Hey, Rory. Thanks for having us. It's great to be here. Thanks, buddy. So let's talk about how y'all met because obviously, you know, this book is really interesting. You write it from uh, about the power of having a mentor. And I think in this relationship, Mark plays like the mentee, Kevin plays the mentor, but how did you guys meet? Because the three of us all share sort of a, an unusual and unique bond. Yeah, so I'll jump in and uh, yeah. share that because we actually met through our mutual mentor. So I had Zig Ziglar as a mentor when I was a young man, and Kevin had Zig Ziglar as a mentor as a young man, and guess who else had Zig Ziglar as a mentor? <laughs> <laughs> Better than you, Roy. So this is the, the book wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for Zig's mentorship. So we, we owe a lot to him, and Tom Ziglar wrote the foreword, but that's the why we had to write this book. Because the book's title is Mentor to Millions. That's not millions of dollars. That's millions of people impacted. So mm. I didn't know Kevin, okay? I didn't know you. But because of our mentorship of Zig Ziglar, even after his passing from the earth, 
we all knew the children of Zig Ziglar, and it was the children of Zig Ziglar that introduced me to Kevin, that introduced me to you, that introduced Kevin to you. And so you yep. see the impact of Zig's legacy is now rippling on way past his passing on the earth. So that's the kind of impact that we're talking about, the exponential impact of mentorship. And that's why we had to write this book, because that's the secret that crazy, awesome, successful people have is they had mentors in their lives. And would you say that, Kevin, for you, who were some of your other mentors? So like I know, Zig, you talk about because secrets of closing the sale and, you know, you guys have done a lot with that. Who were some of your other mentors in addition to Zig? And and did you have a lot of mentors growing up? I know you've been a mentor to so many. Yeah, good question. And I think I go all the way back. I kind of joke a little bit, but it's for real that I had my first mentor when I was 11 years old, happened to be my father, Charlie. My father was a bartender. I'm one of six kids and there wasn't a lot of money and great surplus (laughs) as I was growing up. And, but my dad said, Hey, I've saved up enough money. I'm opening up my own restaurant, Harrington's Irish pub. So I was in there at 11 years old, not just washing dishes and and serving trays of food. I was in the back with him, counting the money at the end of the day and looking at the suppliers. And it was pretty amazing how he brought me shoulder to shoulder with him. We'd go out and pick up supplies. And of course, I was going to school also, but uh, grade school at the time. But make a long story short, my dad was, he mentored me to start my own businesses when I was young. So I started a business when I was in high school and then another one in college and, and et cetera. But as I got out of getting into the, the as seen TV business and sold some of the businesses I started during high school, one of the first big mentors for me was somebody that I needed desperately because I built a business in this as seen a TV space. I had a lot of orders that were sitting, but I couldn't fulfill them because I didn't have the inventory. So I needed capital to have inventories. And I went to bank after bank. People would say, oh, go to the bank and get lines of credit, get, get sure. some financing, right? Well, they, there was no assets for them to lend against. I was a young entrepreneur. This is 35 years ago, but I got a, a former bank president who was retired that came in and said, let me tell you the deal I'm going to do. You got five banks that turned you down. I'll get you financing probably from one of those banks that turned you down. I'm going to get you a $3 million line of credit, which is what you need. And then after that's all done, there's no cost. That's straight mentoring me, helping you because you deserve it. You need it. I want to help you. And then at that point, if you want to do some business with me, we can sit down and talk about it. But I'm going to have brought you an amazing gift in the process. 90 days later, 3 million bucks in my account. We took that and grew the business I mean, we went tenfold from there and it was just unbelievable because I was a great marketing guy, but I needed cash. I needed capital and inventory. So this was an amazing step for me. And of course, beyond that, people don't know that before Russell Brunson ever started ClickFunnels, I was in this as seen a TV business and I said, I'm losing all my viewers. TV viewership is dropping. I reached out to Russell and Russell gave me some great tips on digital marketing. And I came out of that meeting with Russell and sold a bunch of my as seen on TV assets because I realized the handwriting is on the wall. This is a business. I'm on TV today, but now, and I say today, that was 10 years ago. Today, it's digital. It's Facebook. It's Instagram. Right. It's LinkedIn. It's, so I've had some great transitions from Russell Brunson to Zig Ziglar, to my father, to the banker that was retired, to even getting a couple days with Richard Branson down at the family 
famous Necker Island. He gave me some really powerful advice. So mentors have been near and dear to me. And to this day, I still have quite a few in my life. So let me ask you about this, Kevin, because this is interesting. You mentioned Russell Brunson and he's younger than you. Oh, yeah. And Absolutely. he's much younger than you. And you also came to About 30 years, I think, by the That's way. That's right. Well, <laughs> you and your son and your team and Mark came to Vaden Villa for a day of strategy stuff with us. Yes. And that amazed me. And it amazes me to hear you say it now that you've not been afraid to have mentors younger than you. So how do you pick a good mentor? Because I know this is part of the book, the book again, Mentor to Millions. What are some of the things that you guys use to pick mentors? Because age obviously is not necessarily the key criteria. And I'd love to hear from both of you uh, on that. Mark, go ahead and I'll I'll give you my thoughts after. From my perspective, when I looked at Kevin, it doesn't matter the age. It matters, do they have wisdom and experience in an area that you need? And more than anything, Kevin can speak a lot on the mentor side. I can speak a lot on the mentee side as well because Kevin is my mentor and that's the journey we take in the book. But one of the things that you should be looking for in a mentor is number one, have they failed? Because it's hard to learn from somebody that hasn't had some failure in their life. Wow. And that's big. We talk a lot in the book about failure and how you respond to failure. And you need mentors that know and have failed because you're going to fail. And you need to know you can lean on them and they'll pick you up and they'll help you learn from that process. It's not about failure. It's about how you respond to that failure. Our mutual mentor, Zig, said nobody drowns from falling in water. They only drown if they stay in the water. You know, he knew you're going to fall down. You can't (laughs) stay there. And so you need mentors to pull you up. So You're looking for someone that isn't a one-hit wonder, that doesn't just have one way. And the other thing you look for in a mentor is do they listen? Because you need them to hear you out. What are you trying to accomplish in this world? What's your unique gift to the world? And let them listen long enough to then know how to really pour into you. And so when that happens, again, it doesn't matter if they're younger than you or older than you. I have to tell you right now, I've got younger mentors that are mentoring me in technology. I can out myself right now and say, I didn't have a cell phone at 25 years old. I was in my late 20s before I got a cell phone. So the things that are happening in technology are just intuitive, automatronic for these young people. And so I have young people that are mentoring me to be able to use technology in a much more robust way to get the message out there. So it's really, do they know something? Roy, one of the other things that people look for in mentors and getting a lot of phone calls right now from folks that are building up a little business, they're getting some sales on Amazon and some places, and now they're like, oh, okay, we need capital or maybe we should exit. So finding a mentor that's been through a few exits because too many people would come on Shark Tank and they just want a lot of money for this teeny little percentage of their company. Right. And now I own equity and a private company may never be able to get my money back, right? So finding an exit or a way to monetize your investment is an important thing in today's world. So there's a lot of roll-up companies that are buying up the Amazon type entities and things like this. So there's a lot of good folks out there that I mean, I know a neighbor bought a house and came in and found out, oh, he's a lawyer and he's 35 years old and he used to work for Major League Baseball, but he's selling, he's starting Amazon businesses, buying Amazon businesses and crushing it. So he's in his fifth or sixth acquisition right now. So there's a very smart young mentor that could help a lot of companies that are out there in the marketplace of monetizing an exit strategy. Yeah. Well, and so... 
most of the people listening here are entrepreneurs in some sense, right? It might be their side hustle or something, but do you think mentorship applies directly to like personal brands and people specifically that are like in this space? Because a lot of, I think a lot of personal brands are like both of you in that they achieved something and now they're kind of moving into more of like a teaching role. So do you, do you think that this message still applies directly to them or, or how, or is it different from how you would mentor someone in a corporate environment or just in a classic kind of entrepreneurial setting at all? Well, you know, I think certainly personal brands, a personal brand is still, it's a business. It needs customer acquisition, you know, metrics. So you're building funnels, you're acquiring followers, customers. Yes. So, and again, you mentioned my age. So Russell Brunson's way younger than me, but a lot of the, the younger generation has tuned into the world of digital in much more powerful ways. So, so yeah, I do believe that even on the branding, I mean, what are the outlets that personal brands should go after? I mean, now there's something new with LinkedIn, LinkedIn Live, and there's obviously Facebook Live came and was very powerful for quite a bit and still is. So one of the questions for personal brands is where is the best place to spend your time, focus your energies, and if you do have some dollars to invest, to invest. So I try to keep myself on the cutting edge of what's happening out there in the world and from artificial intelligence to virtual reality type things. I'm already starting to explore ventures like this that will maybe be a little bit pioneering where you get your legs, blood running down your ankles kind of thing from being too early in the market. But I like experimenting with things like this. And I think sometimes mentors can help steer you in certain directions. Yeah. And so Mark, for you specifically, in terms of mentoring personal brands, like it's interesting because being a personal brand, it often happens like in the cracks of time in your day, like in between meetings, you're checking social media or you're like, you know, you don't often have like blocks of just days at a time, unless you're writing a book. But outside of that, I find that there's this real temptation to have it creep into taking over your whole personal life. And one of the things that both of you have done is not just scaled businesses, but like, I know Mark, specifically for you, you study this a lot about scaling your life and running your household like a business. Can you just share with us, that's been a one way I think that you've mentored me directly. Can you share a few thoughts on that, if it's specific to personal brands or not, but just that we have this temptation to always be like on social media, doing DMs, doing comments, doing posts during dinner, after hours and in bed. And like, how do you deal with some of that stuff? Yeah, it's a challenge. And so, and, and I got to tell you, just to be candid with everybody listening, I got it wrong longer than I got it right. I can only mm. share what it feels like to get it right because I know what it feels like to get it wrong. And I was there building the brand of, of company, of personal brand 24 seven, always on. My family saw me and you know what they did? They resented what I did. The book starts out with me at the end of my driveway having one of the most pivotal moments of my life, a driveway moment where I realized I had everything upside down, that I was giving my family my last and my least instead of my first and my best, and I didn't know what to do about it. I just knew it was wrong, and I was always searching like all these entrepreneurs and brands for this perfect work-life balance, and then I figured out it's a myth. There's no such thing as work-life balance. You're never in complete balance of work and life, but you can integrate. And that's what we talk about in the book. What if your family becomes your most valuable business? What if the business you're going home to 
is the most valuable business you'll ever own, ever operate, ever even be a part of. What is the most valuable brand is your family, okay, mm. then versus the one you're going to. And by the way, I took it to the next level. That day in that driveway, I came home, I incorporated my family. I actually created a brand out of my family. We have a logo, we have a mission statement, we had shareholder meetings on Sunday nights. And what I did was I started taking everything I knew to do in business and started applying it at home. So if you've got a great personal brand, create a family brand. One of the coolest things we ever did was do a family logo, cost us $99 on 99 designs, and we had 185 designers submit designs for our little family logo. It was epic. And we were sending surveys out to aunts and uncles and cousins and friends, and they were voting on it. And the family was so proud when it was done, and we had this common ground. And so the bottom line is, if you're building a family brand and it's all consuming, integrate your family, involve them in that family brand, involve them in your personal brand, tell them what you're doing, integrate what's happening, let them be a part of it, be transparent with it, and they'll not resent it, they'll want to dive in and help you do it. And that's a huge difference. And that's where we want to be as moms and dads, husbands, fathers, wives. We want our family to embrace us as a business and brand, not resent it. Well, I love that. And I mean, being that the book is about being a mentor, you're actually mentoring your family first, like by the work of doing that. This is funny. So a few nights ago, AJ and I are putting Jasper down for bed. Jasper is now three, like three and a half. He was baby last, you know, basically last time when you guys got to meet him. And he said, uh, basically, he was like, what are we doing tomorrow? Is tomorrow family day? And we said, no, tomorrow is work day. And he said, oh, okay, I go to work. And AJ said, do you think you want to work with us in the business one day, Jasper? And he says, yeah, but I'm going to need a cell phone for that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So he's negotiating his package already, uh, which I love. Kevin, last, last little question just for you. What are some things that you, advice that you would give to personal brands? I mean, you've been on TV, like you've played this, you know, such a big role in the world. Yeah. Are there any last kind of parting thoughts that you'd have for anyone that kind of aspires to have the kind of worldwide impact and reach that you've been able to have? Yeah, so this pandemic has shown a lot of interesting developments. And what happened at the very beginning, I started getting a lot of phone calls. People mm. wanting to collaborate. And because time's a challenge, you hunker down, but reach out, talk to your mentors, talk to folks. I believe that collaboration is good, venturing together, doing things together. So I've been, we've been doing, Mark and I, outside of the book, we've been doing a lot of things together, but also with other organizations, with Roland Frazier at War Room, with Joe Polish at Genius Network, and Mike Calhoun at Board of Advisors. These collaborative efforts and even writing books. I mean, Zig Ziglar created amazing content, 30-some books in dozens of languages. I collaborated with the family to relaunch some of those books in partnership. So I think you're probably familiar with this one, Rory, but this was a book that was re-released, Secrets of Closing the Sale, with Kevin Harrington. So, And by the way, Zig has 4.7 or 4.9 million followers on Facebook, so... When you collaborate, you tie in to the network of the followers of the collaborator that you're collaborating with. So I believe in creating lots of content, putting it out there, joining groups, LinkedIn groups, writing books, writing lead magnets, 
and just continuing to push and build the brand. But this is a great opportunity to be able to reach and collaborate into some really powerful networks of followers with other folks. I love it. Mentor to Millions is the name of the book. Where do you guys want people to go? I, you have some amazing bonuses and stuff that you're doing. Yeah, we have a lot of amazing bonuses and, and stuff that they can do as well. But the biggest thing we wanted to share, if they go to kevinmentor.com, Kevin and I want everybody to develop the habit of mentorship. So we're giving away 30 days of mentorship. And that's above and beyond the other bonuses. This is something Kevin and I came up with and said, mm. after 30 days of seeing what it's like to have mentorship, and some of that will be live, Rory. And so we're 30 different areas of mentorship in their life. We know after those 30 days, they're going to want to raise their hand and say, I need a mentor in my life always. And so KevinMentor.com, go there. That's where your mentorship journey can get started. Well, I love it. Collaboration, mentorship. I'll never forget Kevin one time told me that the uh, secret to negotiating is to make sure it's a win for everybody. That's how you know it's going to be a healthy partnership. And we appreciate you guys so much. We'll put links to all that. The book is Mentor to Millions. Y'all go get it. Let us know on social what you thought about these guys. Guys, we wish you the best. Thanks, Rory. Always a pleasure. Tell AJ I said hello. Take care. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free lifetime access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we will get you set up with free lifetime access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation.